Oh, we're back. Uh. We're back at it. Season two. And we welcome you to the show where we uh, hopefully don't know what I'm going to say. I've, I haven't done it since season one, honestly. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, uh, we got to change it up. So don't change it up. I'll change it up. <laughs> Let me change it up right now. And it's... Nah, you don't have to right now. Okay, I won't. Second right. episode. It'll happen when it I'm, happens. You got to feel it. I'm going to do we one. Didn't even Let me think just about do that. one real quick and then just to see how it feels. Okay. You can keep all this in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and this, then if it doesn't work in. out, we'll just we should it. troubleshoot Ma- it right now. Maybe we should just do a different opening every time. This might <laughs> be this season 2. This might be the name of the episode. <laughs> what is What is season 2? What is name? season 2's name? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Brofest, the podcast that hopefully can make you go crazy. <laughs> That's a good one. Where tickets are only $10. <laughs> No, you we're free, dude. We're free, bro. Fest, and we're a bunch of boys that just hang out uh, uh, and free. and uh, talk about stories of our life, our past, and things that are going on right now. That's true, but we're also a bunch of dads running and starting businesses yeah. too. Nice. So it's, it's not total like bro. And just to say, you know, dads, you are a part of that now. Yes, right. Uh, Noah's yes, on I the am. show, of course. We have Noah Dermata, yo, father of one. He has been girl killing dad. it, girl dad. That's what happened between season one and season two. That's kind of why we took a bro- break girl on dad. top of it. But, dude, you're a dad. How do short in short, real quick? How's it been feeling, dude? Golly, man, I just love it. Like my wife just sent me a picture of my daughter watching <laughs> TV with her, like propped up so cool. on the pillow, like just kind of glaring at the TV. In the last yeah. couple days, she transit she transitioned from uh, really just kind of like pooping and sleeping and crying sometimes yeah. to like I come home. And I'm like, I grab her and I start talking to her and it takes her like four or five seconds. Her, her young mind yeah. is turning and then she just grins at me and starts cooing. And I'm like totally melting. <laughs> yeah. I'm like nothing else in the world even exists in that moment. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's gotten really good, it's man. Good she, she's right a really there. good baby. She's like starting to give eye contact yeah. now. Her name's kind of... Florence Wilde. Florence and so Wilde. she's uh, Dude, that's wild. She, she is a true super wild and she is. <laughs> 100 yeah, percent super wow she's 100 percent a florida girl because if she's crying all i do is open up the balcony door and walk outside yeah. where like it's 95 degrees and loud and yeah. she just stops crying it's also really and she gets a little bit of like light sweat going on yep. and she's good to go i'm like that's my girl you are a florida kid you also have one of those apartments that are like if i thought about a cool apartment in new york city that's what it would be yeah. right i think yeah. so like it's, it's cool. like it's like this what story are you on <coughs> We're on the fifth floor looking fifth at floor. downtown Jacks. Downtown Jacks, like you can see the whole skyline. When fireworks go off, you have the best, front view. I have the best view. And you yeah. have this and you have this little terrace, uh-huh. outside terrace, yeah. where you can have like you can actually sit out there. It's not yeah. like just like a fenced off. Yeah. We have a garden window. where we get our herbs and vegetables from. Right. And then we got like a couple seats and very, stuff. So it's nice. Very cool yeah. looking. But I'm sure that's I would love it too. I yeah. mean, if I was crying but and you carried me out there, I would be. All I was about, about to say, but how true is it that like if we're freaking out like as adults, we we're outside. In our, outside, we're on an environment Whoa. that's like going crazy or cold. If we just step out of that environment, out into you know a different environment that's right. way better. <laughs> and again, well, welcome. Wouldn't we feel like? Yeah, I feel like we walk outside and we are like, okay, I can calm down. Let me yeah, take a breath. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go in your car. Yeah. It's, good. it's vitamin D, dude. Everybody's deficient. Yeah. Just a side note. 
Like you really need it, and people are not getting it. That's why you need to go outside. Which brings us to our season two sponsor, Vitamin D. Vitamin D brings you brings By you the nature joy. Valley <laughs> brings you the joy. Get some of it. Hey today. man, because yeah. Jesus is the star. You know what I'm saying? Well, Sam the Darmada. He's the sun, but the producer director. Sam Darmada. Or sorry, sorry. Sam, I'm just thinking Darmada together. <laughs> Sam. The Rock Bates, dude. How the you Rock. been, man, from season one to season Yo, two? We are here. I'm crushing life, you know, just feeling good. Yeah. We had a good a uh, good summer. We went on a lot of, like, vacation trips and stuff. A lot of big trips, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Kind went, of to, to went to Lake Tahoe, which is the most beautiful place on the planet. No, yeah. you've been. It's good. Oh, yeah. That was, um. let's see, when I moved in with Dan, uh... 12 years ago, uh, 11 years ago, I moved in with Dan. Yeah. Almost like within like a month. And I drove my car into his front yard. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about it. Yep. My car broke. <laughs> and three days later, I was in a 63 hour road trip with Sam and his brother David, who was coming tonight and just disappeared. Um, he might show up. He might show up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was to Lake Tahoe. Yeah. And I'll never forget that place, yeah. man. It felt, it felt like a dream, it didn't seem real. Yeah. Imagine twilight, but sunnier. Yeah, that's pretty much, and and yeah. like cooler. Yeah, way cooler. So. We have as a family. As think. a family, we go like yeah. regularly. It's a part since of I was, since I was a kid. The base life. So we still go like as as we're all grown up and have families, and we so we bring our families. So her family has never been. Oh, you brought her. Family. So we brought her family. She probably and loved it. I'm telling you, bro, this place is so beautiful. I mean, the bucket list family on YouTube. They, it's a family who travel. They quit their jobs. They travel. Oh yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <clears throat> I follow them on TikTok. I think. So that family goes everywhere. Has traveled the world. Lives in Hawaii because they think it's amazing. Wow. They went to Lake Tahoe and said, "This is the most beautiful place on the planet. This is the best." Wow. Top. I mean, so this is like top. Like, we've been going there for years. Yeah. We love this place. You gotta go. I need to go. I think it's it's really like probably in the top three of my list that I haven't been yet. So I'm like, hey, we gotta get a place together. Yeah, in okay. Tahoe. Like you just a a I vacation like, home in Lake Tahoe. You do Airbnb all year, and we Airbnb. Yeah, let's go, dude. I'll go in on it. Okay. Look, this is a dad. That's comment. a lot of money. This is a total yeah, dad. I'm not now. saying we would be the only ones. It'd be like me, you, Noah, like couple. Some, I'm down, dude. Couple other people that can put I in. I thought you were about to tell me like, let's go on vacation together, like couples vacation. No, I'm saying we okay, well, need I... to buy <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah. So there's a specific contract that is done in percentages. So if somebody puts in twenty, ten, five. You receive that back, and then that profit share after the initial investment comes. I'm back. saying so when I'm we're making when hard. we're making f- passive income off this together, we can respect each other and go, "Hey, I want that weekend off. I want I want to yeah, stay that there." That would be hard. As you far away as it is, oh, yeah, we're not going to be going all. Especially the time. you could be yeah yeah. It's so or fun. go at the same time. I'm in. On let's the side. go. Maybe a few other places. We j- the only thing you have to double check to is is what the restrictions are for it in that area. Yeah. Because like in. St. Augustine. But what's cool is you got to have a medallion or something like it's that. It's split. Lake Tahoe is split, so you have two different states. So you could kind of you could do it Nevada. Might be different, yeah. You could it do might be Nevada. different. Right? Isn't it Nevada? That's Nevada, like right there. Yeah. 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 It Dan, splits like right. It? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do love Nevada. Nevada is better than California in a lot of ways, as far as like. Oh yeah. Taxes and the way things yeah. are set up, it's it's Absolutely. crazy. If you go to Carson City, it's right on the other side. And then Reno's Total right business. there. It's a uh, Jude. It's yeah. 
see i need to go i so i we went on a road trip this this summer and we went from here to minnesota or sorry yeah minnesota and then to colorado and then down to amarillo and back over but i really wanted to go to the west coast a little yeah. bit more and hit really lake tahoe well i wanted to hit the um what's that where are those big trees what's that forest it's redwood redwoods, redwoods. yeah the yeah redwoods and i wanted to go i want to see that place too lake tahoe too because i he- all i hear is great things about lake tahoe everyone like you're not you know, like when I first met you guys, yeah, that's all y'all talked about for yeah. a little while, and I was just yeah. like, dude, just shut up. That dude. and their snowboard trips. Yeah, like no one cares so, about Lake Tahoe. Yeah, we get it. It's just the lake, dude. <laughs> you we, guys got we, money. <laughs> we got lakes here, man. Your family. <laughs> when it rains hard, I got a lake in my yard, dude. <laughs> your, your parents care about you. Cool. We get it. Cool. You guys got money to <laughs> dispensable income to <laughs> no okay so we went to lake tahoe back to where i was at this summer it was lake tahoe we went to and i think i just went to new york that was kind of like the only traveling i did i think my wife went uh traveled for a wedding yeah did that so um i mean everyone i know says lake tahoe they're like just you gotta go <laughs> It was top five. It's for sure. And New York and New York was great. York, I loved I loved New York. Like it's beautiful. Probably my, one of my favorite cities. Would you let your wife I went to walk Chicago? Alone. And I thought, no. See, that's that's not my type of city, dude. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about just like I get that. <laughs> I guess city to visit with, but the yeah. the good parts are still good. The good parts are the good just, parts are. Still you have good. to go see it as an American. Just touristy stuff, right? You guys didn't do kind of. Yeah, we did else? some touristy stuff. I would say I, what sucks is. A touristy spot is the nicer spot. No, no, Ground Zero. Oh yeah, like Ground Zero is How's kind that? of a touristy spot. Which the whole financial district is still pretty it, clean. It, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how's I that mean, eerie? How does that feel? What it was like? It was just it was good, man. Like I feel like every American should go there. I agree with that. Mm. I every think going American. to the nine eleven memorial and giving it a you good have hour to. is one of the, you is have very to important. because there's so dude there's just so many families that just. When you see their names etched, dude, it's crazy. Like I was sitting in a room and it was rotating in voices of people that knew the people that died. And then there's mm. them calling in, telling a little bit about them. So you get to sit in the, I mean, it's dude, it's so emotional. Like mm. you just want to cry. You're hearing this and you're hearing kids on this mm. thing. Yeah. yeah I was, rough. dude, I'm telling you, I was, I was feeling it. It's important to remember. So then when man. we, when we left, it was super heavy. But, bam, they hit you with, like, the shop and, like, all the tour stuff. And ah, it just felt awkward. Like, yeah, I was that like, does feel weird. Like, like you should – and the Maybe store, is, keep it as the store is, like, down on a certain le- level with yeah. the museum. With the yeah. – you know, so it's, like, within it, sure. and it just feels weird. Like, I feel like it should be on the outside of it. No, I agree. You don't put stores at the entrance of a graveyard. Yeah, it's you just tough, don't do it, man. And there's reasons why. It's a cool city, yeah, man. It's, weird. it's fun. It's for weird. me personally, like for Kaylee and I, like the times that we've gone to New York and we've really enjoyed it and we want to go again. It's all different now with the kid. I'm like, yeah. okay, so like how old does she need to be and where do we right. stay now? It's different. We can't like rough it. Um but, but but I think that there's areas of, of like Brooklyn and Queens that I like a lot. Like you get that pi- the the picturesque movie, like the three story side yep. by sides, the red bricks. Like those neighborhoods with the cool coffee shops and the good restaurants that have been there a hundred years, I like those neighborhoods a lot. Yeah. So I've done Empire State, I've done <coughs> Broadway, I've done Times Square, I've done 
the park. I've done financial district at the One World Trade Center and the 9-11 Memorial. And now that I've done them, and they're really cool, I think you should do them all one time. Yeah. My favorite area is a small town, neighborhood, nicer, clean area, right. a little bit farther away. I like those spots a lot. Yeah, I so. think that was kind of it was kind of cool. We were traveling with our business partners this summer, and there were some cities I didn't know much about, right? And then there were some cities, but there were some cities that they did know stuff about, right? So we're like in Amarillo, Texas, and it's like you got to go to this. Like ninety ounce or seventy ounce steak place, and it's like you don't. Oh yeah, I don't know about anything in Amarillo, <laughs> right? But the only thing I would probably look up is something off TripAdvisor, and tell me you got to go visit this at Amarillo, right? And just like if you were in New York, you got to go see all yeah. that. And so it's like, it's kind of cool to see the background stuff. But I a hundred percent agree. Everyone should go to like the cool touristy spots, and I think nine eleven. And I, I'm I haven't been in New York's. I think maybe I've been to New York one time since after 9-11. Yeah. And I went, obviously, just drove through it this summer. But this was, it's not like I haven't been in the city or, like, went to Broadway or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So. Well, it's cool. I'm glad you guys got to travel some over the summer. No mm-hmm. doubt. We were eight, nine months pregnant and then had a baby on July 21st. <laughs> and so I, I haven't, doing I haven't no been. Traveling. This is this the is first it, time I've right? been out <laughs> this is it. in a long time. So uh, this is yeah. traveling well, for you know, me. This is that. it. My, 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 uh, little homecoming. Yeah, my little alarm clock to go home is Let's ticking see. right now. So yeah. Noah, no, you're crushing. Good Thank job, you, bro. You're doing yeah. great. Yeah, you got a new job. New job. Right. New baby. Yeah. We're moving in November. I mean, it's it's a whole lot, yeah. lot of life change. A yeah, lot has happened. So good. I don't know if I've ever had a year that this much changed. Yeah. I mean, I've been through hair splits. I've been through two job yeah. changes. I've had a baby. Like it's it's been a year here's, that I could have never imagined. Here's my question. So, do you think, do you think like whenever you had a kid, you had like kind of like a push to be more financial? No, financially yeah. stable. Yeah, or yeah. Make more make more. Like, do you, like when I started having Think kids, I had a, a second kid, and I'm like, now my my mind is thinking money. Like, how can I make money? Mm. So, so we were talking. Did that we, switch at all for yeah, you? Yeah, or? we were talking before the recording for a while, and uh, and just catching up, and we were talking about money and our faith, and just kind of how like there's things that like we don't worry about, and we know that God provides, and so yeah. fi- finances is one of them. But yes, at the same time, <laughs> so so it wasn't it wasn't like oh no, how are we going to pay? It wasn't. I, I have yet to have that thought. I just know that I have a good community yeah. that like, yeah. however the Lord provides, He provides. Yeah. But I can also just I have good family. That's mm-hmm. I have good friends, and mm-hmm. I'm just not worried about something that comes up out of left field and it's kind of like somehow wreck my life and we're on the street. I have a right. 0.0% fear of that across the board. But at the same time, I consider finances more than I used to because my bills have been paid really since I left Eve drive West. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, I'm not thinking about it now. I do. There's just a little bit more consideration as far as like, yeah, I want to make sure that we're living below our means. I want to make sure I'm <laughs> investing and putting still away be smart. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. You still gotta be smart. I, I'm not saying that. I, I think, I think I agree 100% with that. Like, you got to be just know where, where it's going and stuff. Yeah. Like, But I think at the end, uh, on part of it, what I would say is keep your eyes open for opportunity is, like, my thing. Yeah. Because, A, if Preach. you believe in God, then God is going to provide. And oh, if yeah. he is providing, then it's like it. open your eyes for opportunity because guess what's going to happen? He's going to br- present himself. He's not – I mean, he – you know, there is a Tyler's blessing and you can pray. I pray the checks just magically show up in the mail. You know what I'm saying? Like – 
that's yeah. something. But you could say, you know, when you sometimes when you're praying for money or finances, finances, God doesn't give you cash; <laughs> gives you opportunity. Ooh, dude, you know what I'm saying like, and so good. it's like you have to kind of be like, this is it. And if I don't jump on it, or yeah. if I don't get it, then I'm I'm missing out on the blessings that God's that's already good. providing for me. So you know, I think that that is it. So it's like we don't worry because I know who's money it is yeah. it's a hundred percent his money yep i just get to keep it's ninety percent of it's it. stewardship yeah. even that lets me have even the 90 percent is a stewardship right it's not if there I is to... there is no ownership on this side of the lord's return right uh, so right. it's all stewardship yep. until then then he lets us be co-heirs mm. super super clear so I think I think even Crazy that even first that episode right here even that even <laughs> that possessive New York City's dirty man. dirty man I, yeah go airs with Christ but yes you are yeah. I mean, I, to answer Sam's question at the end of the day it is like when you have kids it's like yeah it's time to make more money yeah I can make more money here's that's the thing too is I think you have to have that mindset I'm ready and I can I can yeah I think it, I think you There's, can you can panic. When that when that thought comes, and I think a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think. But it's also, and I think there's people that they like panic they're wasting they, time. They they spiral, or, or they panic and spiral because before that change happened, they thought it was their responsibility or in their power that they had what they needed. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. And so it's different. I it th- also I, thinks you have control because there's a lot of people that are like, that's why marriage so is in, so important, bro. Yeah, marriage is so important. I agree Premarital counseling, setting yourself mm-hmm. up, get yourself in the right mindset of, am I ready to lay myself down for this woman? And then you start going. You do it for your family. You do it right. for all you, know? you do it. For, you, you have to become. And I think that's it. You have to I become less selfish because it's like, if yeah. I want to be lazy. But I think it's a good thing. Like some yesterday. I mean, I think I got motivated by the Jags. Let's go, Jags. I think it, I'm just saying, if we're, thinking, if we're thinking kingdom-minded, yes. we should always be thinking, I had another kid, I need to make more money. Right. But not in a way that money is my God. No. In a way that, in a way that money... Provide. We provide. It, Help money, provide. Money is what we need to just survive, or just provide, yeah. Yeah, just provide in this world. I think that, but I think that it's, yeah, we, we can all agree that it's not everything. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes from, is like stemming from the fear or the worry. Yeah. But... I like yesterday. I was like, I could sit here and watch the Jags play. <laughs> I told good, Raquel it was a good game to right? watch the Jags play. It's September nineteenth. Definitely watched the game. <laughs> it's September nineteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Yesterday, the Jags played and shut out. Shut the Colts. Out. And it was. Great. I, I, I didn't. I felt like I was like, who am I? Who am I watching? <laughs> what is this team? It was I, like that day Chris Pratt came and played football with us. I I felt like it was a joke. They I were literally running, and I feel like other the Colts were just falling at their feet. It looked like it was hard. It was bad. <laughs> it was hard for me to believe it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is because we come from such a – and we, I'm not going to say what the future is going to entail. <laughs> but Bowl. I'm just saying it's just like <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl If you are going to Las Vegas anytime soon, please call me <laughs> or message me. Super Bowl. Because I really do want to put $100 on the Jags for the Super Bowl this year. I'll do it every year. Dude, the, bangle, the Bengals did <laughs> I'll it do the it every year. Before. Let's win, dude. Dude, I'll do it every The odds are so in our favor, or not in our favor. And we that would we be should have done it before <laughs> Sunday. but I should have done it before Sunday, but I, I can't from here. So VPN. So <laughs> do it Do it for next year. I was saying, Put $100 I was, down I now could, for next year. I can sit there. They were, but it might have been how good they were playing, 
But I was like, I'm going to clean this house. It needs to be clean. It needs to be something done. So I just started cleaning it. And I knew Raquel was tired from the week. And we were both tired. But I was like, if I just start cleaning, then I'll, I won't stop, right? Oh, 100%. And, and, like, I just started getting it. And I started getting it done. And, again, it could have been, been like, me, the adrenaline from that game. I was like, yeah, baby, I'm yeah. going to do some dishes. And so I – but it could also have <laughs> been just because I was like, dude, I need to clean, right? I but did the like, laundry. If I, I don't do that, then Monday – I feel like I'm starting to fall behind. Yeah. And Tuesday, I feel like I got to catch up. So then, like, Tuesday night, I might have to start doing some type of a deeper clean or whatever. Or, like, even if I don't do it Tuesday and then Wednesday, guess what? Wednesday, recycle. So make sure you get recycled. <laughs> like, so it's like, if I decide to be lazy, which we can be, we can be tired. Yeah. You know? But we can also just say, what more, more can I do to get ahead? Dude, that's such a good lesson to learn. Yeah. Such a good lesson to learn. And it's not it, – it, it comes, I think, with time and family and experience. Like, when we're single, we have nothing to worry about except for our own belly. Man, we right? thought life was hard yeah. back then. Like, we when did. we were at Eve Drive West, dude. But it's, it's – How much money did you have in your wallet? We, we, we made money to, to, have, to do stupid stuff with yep. it, right? Yep. And so it was <laughs> – it was, it was like – I talked to Dan Johns over the weekend, and he was like – we even talked about the time, every time that we've eaten Jimmy John's on that couch. That makes you fall asleep, right? And it was just like, <laughs> sometimes I think about that couch when I fall asleep in my own bed and that, me eating Jimmy John's at that time. Because it was like this weird, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't have to do anything. I'm off of work, right? So and I'll just order Jimmy John's. I remember this feeling and eat all of a Jimmy John's of a beach club sub. And then I would sit back and have, like, Family Guy or something on, and Trailer I would fall boys. asleep, and I would wake. Who cares what time I woke up? It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And it was, like, from that feeling, but probably only having 60 bucks for the week in my pocket yeah. and still ordering Jimmy John's. <laughs> That's the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like I, for 60 bucks, I probably could have went to the grocery store and provided for Got the whole week. For a week. Yeah. But instead, I'd be like, Back man, then you could pay 15 bucks for Jimmy John's. Yeah, that's know. that's that, you know. We're, but we're now it's all different, though, kids. because now you've got a wife and you have a daughter and you have a business. Like, you can't, you can't just fall anymore. asleep on the couch you can't. Right. haphazard and wonder when you're going to wake up. No. no way. There's times I wish. Well, there's times that we need it, but it's it's you can't do it yeah. as often as you were. I will tell you that we went on a family trip, Raquel, and me sleeping a couple times on this family trip, and I was, like, pretty impressed. I was like, okay. But also, the best part is is that Malia had – we went to our friend's house in Colorado, and they have two kids that are, like, Malia's age. And we stayed with them for four days. I didn't see Malia for four days. Oh, man. Because yeah. she was just in her own slumber party having a good time. Like having so much fun, That's we were hanging awesome. out with our our friends, yeah. and it didn't matter. Like in the morning, the oldest little girl would make breakfast for everybody because she was like an older That's sister. Cool, man. Yeah. And it was just like we didn't That's, have to wake up. That's dope. And it was like that was pretty cool. So hey, FYI, in this circle and everyone else is vacation with friends. I think this that's what I learned this summer. That's good. Is vacation with friends, yeah. especially friends who have kids. Yeah. Because it's like. Well, that's we, good. Because remember we talked about this last – in the last season, we talked about vacation versus – and I really had this sunk in this conversation. This is probably the best podcast I thought about the whole time is vacation versus family trip from last season. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. A lot of cool things happened last season. Glad you're here for season two, but <laughs> we're going to talk about something again. But, like, 
versus that. And so you almost have a vacation when there's another kid for your kid to play with. Yep. And you don't have to think about it. What wasn't wasn't one of a our conversations the difference a between a trip yeah. and a vacation? Well, right. I would say you'd have a you'd have a <laughs> you'd have a vacation from your trip. Yeah, you're almost in a mini vacation inside of this trip. Yeah, that's cool. Can can we just for a minute just kind of recap season one? I feel like that's good. We yeah. took a few months off. We all had a wild summer. So idea. much has changed, and we've talked about everything that happened and changed. But I would just love to kind of like revisit some of those things that we talked about. We talked about vacations and trips. We talked about being brothers. We talked yeah. about Eve Drive West. What about, else did we cover? We talked about play on the first episode, which was us three, two. Yeah. At yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of cool that the first episode of season two is us three again. But, um, you know, we talked about play. We talked about just friendship. We talked about seasonal friends. Mm-hmm. We've come up with a couple terms. Seasonal yeah. bro. So if you're joining us, you know, we have seasonal bros, which are people who just come and hang out for a little bit, but they're yeah. still cool if you saw them, yeah, like they're, today. They're here for three, four years, but and then, then life happens. Life happens, and, and it's change. cool, and we're excited for them. And so seasonal bros was one, and we have a bunch of other codes that will probably be coming in to play this but wh- season. But what are some of those? Can you think of any other ones? Like, talked yeah, about we what? talked about Blackhawk. Black That's right. What is that? The game. <laughs> The fire story. Oh yeah, we introduced Papa Jay. We had the Taco Bell story. Taco oh, Bell. Oh, Taco story Bell. Was good. Um, Stream Team. I don't remember. Dude, um, <laughs> seasonal bro. Going through these. Yeah, we had, we had the we had the Orlando Bros. Orlando Bros. Orlando Bros. We had uh, the the New Year's and Halloween parties that Butters hosted. Adventures of Bro Fest. Eve Drive West was an episode, and that's where we ended on Eve Drive West. Actually, we didn't. Well. I didn't post the uh, conspiracies. It's okay. Theories. We have one of conspiracy. Yeah. That's bonus features. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a episode, <laughs> there's episode there's a season that's one episode ethos out there. I'm season not gonna closer. post it yet. I'm not gonna post it. For those it who yet. read the index of a book, we're gonna have another <laughs> episode. <laughs> Where it's gonna be. Uh, it has to be. It's a special. kind of like a prequel. <laughs> you don't know when it's gonna drop, so bro, you gotta you gotta that keep episode. listening. That episode was awesome. I was hyped that night, bro. I want to so do good. a part two of that because I've come across yeah. some new ones. I have that some are good ones, dude. Unreal. I mean, I might be a flat earther now. No, you're not, <laughs> dude. Stop. <laughs> but thank you. You need to say hey, that bro, for no. when Ian's here because Ian can't no. handle it, dude. I, I, can't. I so me and um, I think I do. I think I'm a flat earther. Me and my my buddy Jesse and my buddy Ryan were were at church after this week, and one of the guys at church started talking to us about like. Some awesome, you know, theories. conspiracy theories about the Bible, and I was like, "He's he there's was, so much that matches up with con- the Bible." Yeah, he was like connecting them all. Yes. I was like, "Dang, Giants that's cr- is the biggest one for that's me." That's crazy. You talk about Giants? Yes. Yes, Giants are the biggest one for me. They're in the Bible. Yeah. There's it, so much pr- it, proof talk- about them and where they are right now, or there's, where they were. There's there's and, a lot and being spent, demons. I spent two Dude. years studying the the pyramids built by giants. You, bro, it is. What the Bible that we were taught growing up, yes, and, and I know people that this don't believe it yes. at all and grew up in it. You're talking about like Enoch and all that, in, dude. The Book of Enoch, right. all these yes. different things. So, so when you start, yeah, ask yourself this question: Correct. Why are there like 200 or more passages of Scripture completely ignored, like just completely mm-hmm. ignored? And when you ask somebody about it, 
maybe even a spiritual leader, they say, you know what? We're not meant to know everything. There's mysteries that I are untold. Don't. Why is it here then? You need, you need to understand that if you don't have a concept of the supernatural cosmic reality Correct. of scripture and of, from creation. So it's, it's Eden to Eden. Like uh, just, I know. Hold on real quick. Humor me for a second. Hold right, on. I will, and, I will. and you go from. I'm just, just, just disclaim this is that if you're listening, this is not a, this is a theology <laughs> slash conspiracy <laughs> conversation. This is not. This is not like a biblical. Like this is not like a preachy one part. Yeah, you know, nobody very... can sit. Nobody can sit there and say with 100 percent matter of fact truth. This is this and this. Is, uh, Correct. That's why, right. Correct. But, but to my understanding, and spending two years really deep, like yes. like in school for four four to six yes. hours a week mm-hmm. for two years. This the. The narrative of scripture is Eden to Eden, right? So mm-hmm. I'm just going to do this real quick because it's fun. It's, so you have <laughs> God makes man in his image, puts him in a garden, gives him instruction, right? Mm-hmm. They fail. He gives Noah and his family the exact same instruction, identical. They fail, Genesis 6. He take, you see Genesis 11, Tower of Babel, all of man literally line by line does the opposite of what God told Adam and Eve and Noah and his family. Yep. God removes him. He takes Abraham, third person, <laughs> gives him the exact same instruction again. Total, re- like, just failure, like, over and over and over again. So, anyways, we get all so, the way through So, it. we get to Jesus, and we get all the way perfect. to Jesus, who he comes specifically yes. mm. in a period in history yes. where you have the largest empire of that time up to that point in history, right. where... Unlike every other empire that's ever ha- that's ever come before, you could become a citizen when you weren't one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was every other empire walked into a city, conquered it, and then walked in and killed everybody. This one said, if you will submit allegiance to the crown and to this Caesar, you can actually become a citizen, and then you're actually protected. You don't die. You get all the benefits. The word gospel wasn't first used by Jesus. All the Caesars leading up to Jesus also sent out a gospel. It was literally called a gospel, Mm -hmm. and it was a declaration of, hey, when you submit to this and you submit allegiance to this, here's the benefits of that allegiance. Mm -hmm. Wow. Jesus used that same term specifically because what he was saying was, you're living in a kingdom of an empire called Rome right now. I'm going to tell you of another kingdom that transcends this kingdom that's outside the time of this kingdom that's higher than this kingdom. And when you submit to that, here's the benefits, right? That's crazy. So so there's all these different things. So you can go from the Eden to Eden narrative. You can go to the Jesus. Why did he come in that specific time period? Dude, how does does, does going down that, that like you, you did a lot of research tons. So I grew up in church my whole life (laughs) and all I heard was Sunday messages. And then I went out to my friends and I kind of, I don't want to use the word regurgitated because that sounds only negative. But we know but what I you're just, talking about. I just yeah. repeated what I was taught. Yeah. And I feel then like I went what, through the way you explained it, though, is so powerful in the short term that you just shared it. Right. I think it's so too. Is that, does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. even you explaining that to me, I feel like I know so much more about. So here's what, so, but you're talking about, like, books that we have not read of the Bible, too, right? That we have not read of the Bible that are. This is, what, this is what you're about to go into, right? Is books that are not in the Bible currently, right now, the one that we could open up, we can open up. There's not those in there. The because Bible is the one that are other true. kingdoms <laughs> have pulled those out and have kept those away from the general public, like Enoch. Yeah. So if you if you do research on the book of Enoch and right. why it was pulled out, there's it's literally written. Right. It's very well documented that it was pulled out because 
it was deemed too mysterious and supernatural. Correct. Super supernatural. Now, I'll say this, because I trust Holy Spirit, is that the books that we have in the Bible were selected to be in the Bible for a specific reason and purpose, yes. and they're infallible, yes. right? And that's not just because I'm a Christian, I believe. You can but actually It does feel like it's missing pieces. So it's... It so does... It, it, I don't feel like it's missing pieces. I feel like other literature can be um, not enlightening, but it can be... Uh, misleading. It can be descriptive or it can be misleading based off of who's teaching it. Correct. So specifically book of Enoch, it kind of lays out. So like in, in, in uh, Genesis six, you have Noah and it's talking yeah. about his age yeah. and what was happening on the earth in that time. The book of Enoch just goes into detail about that whole time. I mean, but they were talking right? about how like, in, so we're, then we go to revelation and talk and revelation is talking about how it's, it's having this, it's the end. Right. And so, there's books before Revelation that are even talking about, and this is what I was hearing, and you know everything is taken with a grain of salt. But I, I, there's some things that I, I feel, you know, and so then it's like I, I see them saying that there's stuff happening in there that's written in Scripture. I don't know if it's saying the Bible. It's saying it's written in Scripture about what's going on today in our world, what's happening right now in our world, because it's already either happened in another kingdom or what or what to expect. Yeah. I think. I think the Lord's given – here's what's so cool about modern technology is we're able to go back and look at scrolls yeah. and manuscripts found like the Dead Sea Scrolls, right? Right, And we're able to look at them and cross-reference what we had the thousand years before that, and it's really shocking how accurate they are. And so what we do is we look at the Bible as though it was written to us when it's not. It was written mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. It was written to a totally different mm-hmm. people group 2,000 years right. ago on the other side of the planet right so if you don't read it through the lens of that person in that day like yes i totally understand that god's inside and outside of time and he knew that we were going to have this and we were going to use it and and let it lead our lives but the people that wrote it didn't become zombies when they wrote it so they were it's in both yeah, they yeah. were both inspired they it's were inspired yeah to write it and led by but they weren't controlled by i'm right? thinking that there's so, somewhere in the timeline well, that the catholic church has taken some books out What's what's that room in the Catholic Church that no one goes in? It's the um, the, it has a fancy name, but it's basically like the library, and it's like their history room. Right, it's their their room of secrets. Room of secrets, right? And so they have taken who know who knows between you know when Jesus was here, where the Bible was written, and where we are now. At what at some point when we didn't have internet or access to anything, right? Mm -hmm. I know this sounds stupid, but when I go on, (laughs) you're gonna be like, this is so stupid. I can't wait. When I go, get ready to edit this. <laughs> no, when I go on, I'm at Disney World, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm at Epcot, and I go on Mission Space, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they go through that, like, yeah. timeline of everything that's going on in the world, right? <laughs> no. Right? But it's, it talks about scholars and people who, and teachers at the time, that are just teaching what they, what scriptures say and stuff like that, and then people who had to rewrite it and redo it and how... And I'm like, all these scrolls at some point, there's definitely been fires and people burning of things and stuff like that. Of course. And I think that when maybe, and I don't know if it's a Catholic church or someone took some of those out and stored them away somewhere, but we, no one else can get them. I also believe that the Ark of the Covenant's in there too. But I'm going to go, and that's a different story. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, I think it's I, in Ethiopia. I think, I think, so. I think that's a, that is not, I don't think that necessarily, I don't know, defuncts everything that you're saying. No, oh, it does not. I'm agreeing with everything mm-hmm. that you're saying, I think, more than anything. I'm uh, just saying. I think, I think your way is a split, though. Right. And I think the split is Jesus. So. Oh, know, yeah. I mean, no, at the end of the day, it's a relationship. The, no, but I'm just saying the split to me is 
the our Bible, the way that the whole thing was written is Jesus coming. So so think about mm. this. In Amos three three is that famous passage that says, um, how can two walk together unless they agree? <clears throat> right? I hope it's Amos three three. If not, cut this out. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. And then everybody stops reading. Amos three six says that God does nothing before first revealing it to his servants, the prophets. I don't think throughout history God has hidden his desires to be with his people. Right. And to have his see his kingdom on earth right. and to see that original narrative of Eden where he literally Eden was that place where he had heaven and earth overlap and they were two spaces in one space. Mm-hmm. There wasn't separation. The separation happened after the fall. What do you see at the very end of the book of Revelation? So let's say God totally wins Flat and everything and, and everything <laughs> and everything and everything he ever Dang. wanted, he has. Right. What is it? Right. It's literally Eden again. Right. And it's his family at a table together. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the narrative is, what does God want? What he always wanted? Eden to Eden. He wants his people. He wants a family. <coughs> They're going to look different. They're going to have different backgrounds. But it's his people equal as a family right. again together. So that's kind of the narrative. And we're in that space in between. The big change was pre-Jesus and after Jesus being on this earth. What gets really wild is going back to my original statement is you have hundreds of passages of scripture that college professors use to tell people that the Bible's false. When in reality, you can actually dig deep into these things oh, yeah. and find out where it does line up with the narrative of scripture. It just doesn't line up necessarily with the majority of American evangelical church, right? right? Where everything's not, like, you know, God I won't wants. disagree with any of that. I don't think that's what I, I have. I think where my step in people that believe in the Bible, right? I be, like, I believe in the Bible, sure. right? I believe in what it says. I believe it's a living word. I think that there is, I do think that humans may have taken some of that, taken some of that out because all of it is true, <laughs> right? Like all of it is part of it and it's all true. And mm-hmm. if we look at, like how you said, the book of Enoch, where it is very sp- spiritual, they're like, nah, we don't want people to be doing that stuff, right? We don't want yeah. people to be looking into the spiritual world. And that's where I'm like, dude, yes, we need to know what that says because we need to be able to understand what the spiritual world is about. Yeah. And, so so uh, there, there's a lot of books that were quote-unquote written yeah. to reinforce or quote-unquote written by people that walked with Jesus, and they contradict Scripture. Right. Uh. Those are false. And then you have ones that are not necessarily in the Bible, but they were written by the same people that wrote the books of the Bible that were pulled out by organized, centralized religion. Correct. That's what I'm talking about. That when you read them actually makes all those passages make sense and yet does not contradict anything else in the Bible that we have. Doesn't contradict anything. Those can be informative and reinforce a lot of great things. Correct. Yeah. Right. If if that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. But I I just got to be very clear that like nine out of ten of those like extra texts – are I don't believe in them and I don't think that they're accurate because they contradict so much of what is in the in scripture. Okay. But there are some that are were and you can read when they were pulled out and who pulled them out and what their stance was. Like yeah. all that stuff goes super, super, super deep. But I think just having a base understanding of the Near East in that ancient time period yeah. helps discern scripture. Again, it was written well, for me. Well I was gonna uh, what I was gonna say is if I'm looking at that and reading that portion of the scripture and it's saying something about how, where my money's going and how that affected the government, I'm mm-hmm. thinking about my government, how it's affecting me now. And it just, yeah. it doesn't. Oh, yeah. yeah, but if you do that with that portion of scripture, you're look. this is, this scripture happened 
so long ago. Correct. So that <laughs> may not be relevant. Yeah. Right. I mean, no, I'm mean, just saying it's just not the same. Right. No, like, yeah, it's just it. there's a disconnect there. And so I think that's where a lot of people can, like, try to relate to Scripture in some ways that it's like yeah. Bible's not written for, like, it was about to, to, to talk to you. It is for you, 100%. Mm-hmm. I think where people need to have discretion is when they start running off with single passages. So, like, I found yeah. something today that says this, and then they just run with mm. it. You yeah. have to be mature enough to cross-reference and take to older people. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that have I been doing this longer than you and just test those things. Yeah. I think that's why I respect your pastor so much. I mean, I respect a lot of pastors, but I respect your pastor so much. I think Joby Martin does a really good job at yeah. that. I think that what he does is he will say a passage, then he'll give you six more passages that back up that one passage. Yeah. Right? Or where it was said again or maybe or something that was similar to that. So I really appreciate He does that. a good job, though, of relating. Yeah, and bringing it back. To it. And having it line up and say, "Hey, this is where I'm going to connect you, how how you would how you would read it." Yeah, I'm going to connect you with how you would read it, so you're going to read it wrong, and then what I'm going to do? <laughs> I like that. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to yeah. tell you how that connects, and I'm going to tell you how impossible it is to actually yeah. achieve that thing. And then I'm going to tell you, Jesus is the reason. And I think that's where it becomes. <laughs> Jesus is the one where he we connects all of it. We have to start calling them teachers again, you know, and I think that of the gospel and I think that's where the, that's what I, I know. I haven't been really a big fan of yeah. like motivational speakers, pastor, but I do like when they take a scripture, they dissect it and they teach you about it because yep. then I understand it more. And I'll, I'm more likely to say it or ba- say it again later in my life or remind myself of it later in my life because I'm educated on it, right? Then versus just getting it told to me and yep. memorize it, <laughs> you know, like what it is. But, you know, I mean, we've done a lot of things this summer. So, <laughs> you know, this is a part of it is our minds kind of wander. We think about things. We come back. We've and, had the time. We've had the time to visit yeah, some stuff. and argue. I mean, you've had more perspective with having a kid. You've yep. done a little bit of traveling, hanging out, and eye-opening about some new business ventures you're working yeah. on. Yeah. And well, I, I think it ties into it, man. Like, if we were to end what was season one really about, yeah, it's that. It's the conversation we just had, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that we took the time to say it because right. – I do, too. I you think know what I'm this saying? is it. Like, we really loved BroFest. I think we got a little tired, and it was just getting repetitive because it was hard for us to, like, kind of sure. keep up. So we stopped a little bit and took a break, and that's why we, we took a break. But we're coming back for season two because, really, what we missed is the fellowship with each other. Yeah. Um, it gave us a reason to hang out. It gave us yeah. a reason to get out of our house yeah. for some of us. Not Sam, but, you know, we've taken him out of his house, too. He went to Ian. We did Ian's house in my house yeah. once. So, yeah. We can um, do my house in the future. Do your house in the future. We'll go back to my house probably once. we got a jacuzzi now over yeah. there, so we'll do a jacuzzi episode. Jacuzzi podcast. I'm into it. I think it'll be cool. It might be a little awkward for our listeners, but <laughs> look, we'll look, turn look. the bubbles off. <laughs> if you, you're paying for these mics, have you met? <laughs> so, if you can't tell, season one, we never sat down and wrote a script of any form. No, yeah. we would text and talk for thirty minutes before the episode, and we would kind of cover and discuss. And most like, of it didn't get talked. Hey, about. what do we want to talk about? Yeah, and then we go on a, out of a one-hour episode. We talk for forty minutes about whatever, right. right? And so, so we just hope that you, as listeners, enjoy the randomness of our conversations. We hope that it reminds you of the conversations you've had around your table and your kitchen Island and yeah. your back porch where you and your friends start engaging and disagreeing and agreeing and expanding your minds and thoughts on a lot of different things. Because 
I think that's where relationship exists. I think it's getting together. I think it's yeah. having open conversation. Absolutely. I think it's having different ideas and not stop being friends because of it. Because in the culture we live right now, you yeah. vote for someone different and you do something different and yeah. you believe in this different. And so we can't be close anymore. And that just doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. So. That's not real. You know, and when you start talking to your neighbors, talking to your friends again, you start realizing that you have a lot more in common. So I think that we talked to a lot of people and everyone was asking us when the next episode was happening. And um, here we are. Season two of BroFest. We appreciate you guys dropping in and listening. Um, give us a shout out. And uh, you know what? We're BroFesting. We're, you know, we're out. We're out.